Hello guys, welcome to another episode on the NASCAR series. This is episode number 545. Um, so we're going to kick it off with stacking pennies. Get Flores evaluates the single lug nut on the next gen wheel. Sugar. Is it the best Coke ever? No! Yes! No! Yes! No! Really? We are. I'm doing my podcast. 846. Hmm? 846. 846. Okay. Start- Alright, let's get back to them. Starting from these skip floors, it's a single lug nut on the next gen wheel. We are. Wow, this new Coca Cola. Oh, this thing keeps stalling out. Sorry, guys. We are. Zero sugar. Is it the- yeah. So we're going to do the 2021 NASCAR season things at NASCAR Chasm is thankful for. We're thankful for Ben Rhodes, who managed to win the championship up in the truck series. AJ Allmendinger, who had a career wear in winning the Cup Series race at the Indianapolis Road Course and five Xfinity wins this season. And Anna Burst in the Xfinity Series Championship four. They're also thankful for Caitlin Larson. Sure, Kyle Larson winning all those races was cool. But the real shot in Victory Lane where his wife Caitlin would celebrate by shotgunning a beer. Supposed to like to be like that. They're also thankful for Clint Boyer. There was no great emo- emotional swing down here in Clint Boyer. Or was retiring from full-time competition. But he was entering the fo- booth for Fox Sports. His rookie season was everything he could have hoped for. Alex Bowman's merchandise. Alex Bowman not only had the best Cup Series season of his career with four wins, Richmond April 18th, Dover May 16th, and Pocono June 26th, and Martinsville October 31st. But he also ruled the merch game. How? By mastering the art of sell depressing deprecating t-shirt. And also the cheat, Ace Elliott versus Kevin Hardafield. Finally, a good old-fashioned on-track slobber knocker that concluded with drivers angrily pointing at each other on pit road. I know that being thankful for two guys really disliking each other or each other goes against the spirit of the holidays, but Chase wasn't sorry. Kevion wasn't so sorry, so I'm not sorry. Tyler Reddick. It's difficult to explain why we're so thankful for Tyler Reddick, but we are. When he's on track, he just ups the fun, you know. In case he'll suddenly be up in the top ten and making ballsy moves to me. He'll be like like the dude who shows up late fashionably late to the house and partying kicks up. Oh, oh, oh. Tyler's here. Carson Hosfer. Up until Carson Hosfer blessed us with our presence his present most notable hat in NASCAR is Richard Petty's son Ignature Cowboy hat. Still is, but Carson Hosfer at least earns an honorable mention. With his Waffle House book hat. The Mute Stories feature on Instagram. Specifically for whenever Kyle Bush is on vacation. 
I-Y-K-Y-K. -Y -Y I don't know what I-Y-K-Y-K -Y -Y means. The playoff elimination races, which were Bristol, oh, the Roval, in Martinsville. FYI, I was at the Roval race. Yes, and that was on my birthday. NASCAR playoffs are brilliantly designed. Each round goes as follows. Give them two races to get upset with one another and, and send them somewhere they can easily bang into one another. Bristol Motor Speedway, the Charlotte, the Charlotte Roval, and Martinsville are all at the edge of the sea bare barn burners this season. It's like talking 16 people that are livid with one another and then cramming them into the same elevator. Denny Hamlin. Yes, that Denny Hamlin. Boo him all you want. We're thankful for him. He brought a new Cup Series team to NASCAR, which went to victory lane on October 4th at Talladega with Bubba Wallace. <coughs> that was a historic win right there. Er, he also co-owns with Michael Jordan. And with Michael friggin' Jordan. Friggin', not his actual middle name. Secondly, he was never, ever boring and embraced his full heel turn by not the end, by the end of the season. It was one that gave the money quotes. He was the one who didn't care or what people thought of him. The only thing that seems to bother him is if he calls fire suit PJs, which is odd. And yes, that's actually happened because I saw the Domino's commercial for that. Let's try this again. We are... Yeah. This is like this is like spinware equipment right here. And also NASCAR is a myth. Some updates right quick. NASCAR mending their next gen skin. A dual their Phoenix Raceway skit. Eight a test is moving to January 25th through the 26th. It's in the Las Vegas Motor Speedway test scheduled for the same date. This test was initially set for December 14th through the 15th. In the rest of the proposed 2022 organizational test schedule remains unchanged. An additional oval test at the Charlotte Motor Speedway is now 10 initiative, least scheduled for December 15th and the 17th. That is during NRA Daytona Five. Five hundred race week. We're gonna be on the air all week, all all day. Twenty five hundred race week for this season, for, for season three. So don't miss a thing. There will be a cold day in between the two testing days. Allow for better data analysis and planning. A previously scheduled next gen and test at Daytona from January eleventh through the twelfth remains unchanged. And now we're going to go to NASCAR Chasm again. How NASCAR can improve Black Friday. Pace car and pace laps. Spotters. Spectators. The choose mark. Stages. Road courses. Inspection. The internet. And we're going to read why. Why a pace car and pace laps? Don't just open the door and let these lunatics trample over each other for a toaster. Institute some form of pacing the field, so to speak. Have the customers walk the way around or unable to advance or put by a security guard on the little scooter, calm them down, develop a sense of order. Once it has, turn them loose. Spotters, too often shoppers have a search merchant and too often shoppers have to search an entire hectic store for a toy or appliance. 
but they have absolutely no idea where to find. That's where shopper spotters are coming. For an added fee, you get a headset when you walk in the door, and your eye in the sky will help and you need to go. Avoid aisle 15. Presets parents are hitting each other with lampshades. Go low, go low. Okay, you got And we also have... As a plush baby Yoda, to also knock him out of the way. Clear. Man, that's funny. Here's, do I mean selling tickets to Black Friday? Yes, I do. Set of bleachers for those so you don't want to shop a rider sick bag. I can observe other people getting enraged with each other, shoving up and giving each other other the middle finger. It's like Martinsville and the Target. The choose mark. Picture this. Shoppers when entering the store or have to choose a lane. Which either lane and directing shoppers to different compartments. Maybe one goes to toys while the other goes to electronics. But what happens if you choose wrong? Well, just like NASCAR, you're screwed. You're here for a Nintendo Switch, but it looks like you're going to be punching in other shoppers for some shopkins. Stages. Let's throw some breaks into the pan. And let's say like 11 a.m. and 3 p.m., everyone stops and takes a breather for a few minutes. We'll pass out waters to the shoppers. Stores can restock a few things. If you've been damaged, you can pack yourself up a little. Road courses. Too many stores and pulling... In standard setup, rows and rows or aisles all running parallel to each other. Let's add some skill into Black Friday insurance by setting up a complex maze of aisles with high-speed zones, bring zones and chicanes. It will be more fun to push a cart through the Walmart roval. I'm just saying. <laughs> Inspection. Four doors open, send all, all the shoppers for inspection. Granted, we're not looking for any body panels that may be off a thousandth of an inch, etc., we're just looking and for anything that may give any Black Friday shoppers an unfair advantage. And being Black Friday, we need baseball bats and tasers. And the I racing cheaper, slightly easier, and you can do it without wearing pants. Online shopping equals the same. Yeah, that was pretty funny. We are almost at the end of our time. And we're going to look at the next-gen timeline, development, testing, and launch of 2022 Cup Series car. January 2019, early discussion. First talks of the next-gen project begin in earnest. It's at NASCAR's Research and Development Center in Cockwood, North Carolina. The emphasis for discussions. A renewed relevant reach automaker production car counterparts. Budget minded measures meant to attract new teams and manufacturers. Also an improved racing project. February 4th, 2019. Next Gen Briefing. Our first story on the next generation car, then codenamed Gen 7. Steve O'Donnell, NASCAR Executive Vice President and Chief Racing and Development Officer, detailed the goals for the new look model in a preseason competition breathing thing, establishing an accelerated timeline for a 2021 debut. August 16th, 2019. Big wheels keep turning. A hand of news to come as details... He out regarding Goodyear's work on NASCAR to bring a new tire to the Cup Series. He's to accommodate a move from 15-inch wheels to 18-inch models. Again, product relevance is one in that stated goals. October 8th through the 9th, 2019. First test for Richmond. The first next-gen prototype hits the track for the first time on its, its first on-track takedown with Austin Dillon taking the wheel at Richmond Raceway. The public gets his first glimpse at the design as a busy camouflage wrap. Attempts to hide some of the finer details. December 9th through the 10th, second test, Phoenix. Joe Logano takes his turn behind the wheel at Phoenix Raceway, running a through video walkthrough between, in between set, test sessions. Officials from Carbuilders, Richard Childress Racing, Team Penske, and NASCAR tried multiple setup combinations 
and cycling through different configurations for tires, spoilers, and other aerodynamic features. January 15th through the 16th, 2020. Third test, Miami. After test runs on, on a short track and then a flat one mile, the next-gen car gets its first laps on an intermediate 1.5. A little as Eric Jones wheels the prototype at Homestead Miami Speedway. Among the observations, a note decrease in side force, Jones said, plus the first contact sequential shifter that car will have. You can bang it right through, you can bang right through the gears. March 2nd, 2020, new look for the lugs. NASCAR Fish released a first up-close look of the new wheel design, which features a single lock center locking lug nut instead of a five-lug pattern. The wheels made by BBS had their on-track review at a test session in the Auto Club Studio in California. Competition officials said they anticipated no dramatic changes to the look and feel of pit stops with the design. March 2nd through 3rd, 2020. Fourth test, Auto Club. A new prototype, dubbed P3, is put through the paces at the two-mile Auto Clubs, you need the largest track yet for next-gen testing. William Byron drove the vehicle, which is probably 99% of what we're going to compete next year, according to the NASCAR officials. April 2nd, 2020. Project delayed. The onset of the COVID-19 pandemic temporarily halted NASCAR racing team, but also placed the development and testing instead on the next-gen car and hold. Shortly after the test session scheduled from March 16th through 17th at Atlanta Motor Speedway was canceled, officials made the decision to delay the, mo- the decision to delay the model competition debut until the 2022 season. August 24th through 25th, 2020. Fifth test, door. Next-gen testing resumes with Cole Custer at the wheel of a P3 prototype at Dover International Speedway. Officials measure the carp's capacity for rough high-load oval at the Monster Mile using a setup similar to the Cup Series car's rule packages. November 16th through 17th, 2020. Six test, Charlotte. For the first time, two NASCAR Next Gen prototypes hit the track in the same test as a former Cup Series champ, as former Cup Series champs Kurt Busch, 2004, and Martin Truex Jr., 27, 2017, raced together in a two-day session, one on the Charlotte Motor Speedway over road course layout, and then one they were on the on the 1.5 mile oval. It does everything a little bit better, Truex said of the car after the first test. December 15th through the 16th, 2020. The seventh test, Daytona. Chris Buescher kept busy in the offseason as driver of record for the next-gen car's first super speedway lap. The single car runs at Daytona International Speedway's 2.5-mile lead, allowed competition officials to find a baseline in speed for drafting tracks, meeting that goal in the early two-day session. January 12th, 2021, eighth test, Charlotte. Kurt Busch become became the first repeat test driver as NASCAR officials returned to Charlotte Motor Speedway for a brief session to validate some of the development work on next-gen components. Feedback from the previous Charlotte test was more favorable than the road course on the, than the oval, so officials re-enlisted Bush for a second state then. February 1st, 2021, development complete. Officials highlighted their 2021 competition briefing with a statement that developed at the development phase, the next-gen car is complete. John Probs, NASCAR Senior Vice President of Racing Innovation, said the next-gen bodies for all three manufacturers have been approved and outlined a timetable for the car's 2022 slate. March 16th through 17th, 2021. Ninth test, Richmond. The next-gen car returned to 
Ritz testing journey began at Richmond Raceway. Bubba Wallace took his first turn behind him. Wallace made notes about the car's balance in the exhaust note as officials were splayed with the results at the .75 mile track. Overall, the performance of the car is where we want it to be. March 30th through 31st, 10th test, Martinsville. Chevrolet, Ford, and Toyota each put their manufacturer-specific prototypes in a closed test at Martinsville Speedway. Alex Bowman, Chevrolet, Drew Herring, Toyota, and David Reagan Ford were the test drivers, each putting laps on the .526 mile oval and gathering data through the wheel for horse transducers. April 6th through the 7th, 2021. 11th test, Darlington. Tyler Reddick had a different had the wheel of the next gen car. Are as Goodyear officials went to work with different tire combinations at Darlington Raceway. The historic 1.366 mile track lived up, but too tough to tame Byling as Reddick looped the P3 Poda track, making slight right side contact with the wall. April 7th, save the date. Officials set an unveil schedule for the three manufacturers' next gen models, announcing the cars would debut May 5th in Charlotte, North Carolina. The three Vehicles were on track at Barnesville Street during the closed section, but their appearance and specifications were set for a full release. May 5th, 2021. Manufacturer unveil. NASCAR manufacturers unveil on, on next gen models for the 2022 Cup Series in Charlotte. And with NASCAR President Steve Phelps, Senior VP of Competition and Chief Racing Development Officer Steve O'Donnell, Senior VP of Racing Innovation Job Props. NASCAR drivers and leaders of the manufacturers. The same day, Ryan Blaney got his first taste of the next-gen car in its 12th test, a tire testing session at Texas Motor Speedway that coincided with the vehicle's official launch. June 2021, real first testing, Charlotte and Dover. The data collection process continued in June with separate tests of vehicle equipped with four transducers at Charlotte Motor Speedway on June 1st and through 2nd and Dover International Speedway on June 28th through 30th. Kurt Busch drove the Chevrolet wheel first car at Charlotte, and Ross Chastain was a Chevy representative at Dover. Veteran David Reagan in the four-wheel four force test car in both sessions, and longtime test driver Drew Hare and participated in both tests for Toyota. June 30th, 2021. Crash test. Talladega. NASCAR officials organized a real-world test of the car's crash capabilities at Talladega. Hitting a robotically driven next-gen vehicle with a crash dummy. Findings and data were sent to an independent panel of experts in the, in the biomechanics and safety field for their review. NASCAR Senior Vice President Competitor Scott Mid- or, or dismissed rumors that preliminary findings showing the car that had performed poorly in the test. July 19th, 2021. Crash test findings. <laughs> Competition officials told reporters that a meeting with a panel of crash test experts, which went well, and that the findings cleared the way for initial distribution of the chassis to the team. Chassis distribution was scheduled to begin by the end of the week, first in a week and a two-week break in the 2021 Cup Series schedule. August 27, 2021, a new number spot. NASCAR officials indicated that the placement of the right of the side number on the next-gen car will, will be moved forward for 2022, closer to the front of the wheel on on away from the middle of the door. The confirmation came after 2311's racing an announcement that veteran Kurt Busch would join the team in 2022 using a video that showed the number replacement on his number 45 Toyota for next season. September 7th, 
through 8, 2021. Daytona test with eight teams. Eight teams for in two-day test at Daytona International Speedway. Yeah, that served to help a good year. It served to help a good year find the right, right tire for NASCAR's return to the 2.5-mile track in February 2022. NASCAR wanted to make sure it was able to hit its target speeds and learn more about the draft on the Super Speedway. August, October 11th through the 12th, 24th. First organizational test at the Roval. NASCAR teams conducted their first organizational test, putting 21 cars through their paces during, during two days on the 2.32 mile Charlotte Motor Speedway. Teams got their first opportunity to tune a new model in. The NASCAR competition officials worked to resolve issues with a steering vibration and heat inside the car. October 26, 2021. Hot laps of Bowman Gray. NASCAR's newest car took to one of the stock cars racing longest running weekly tracks at Bowman Gray Stadium. Tony Stewart drove the car during the retired as portion of it. And racers turned broadcasters Dealer and Hart Jr. and Clint Boyer took turns shaking down the car during the afternoon. All had a Next year's class exhibition, clash exhibition on a similar quarter mile track at the LA Coliseum. All three working on my podcast. All all three drivers got their first impressions from behind the wheel of new model, which felt right at home in the sort Rixie. And which hosted Cup Series from the toasted the Cup Series from nineteen fifty eight to nineteen seventy one. November seventeenth through the eighteenth, twenty twenty one. Back to test at Charlotte to test on the old. Second organizational test took place at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Austin Dillon's early day one on Rex showed that the next gen performed as designed when it comes to safety. It acknowledged that the cooling issues and stirring issues have been improved from previous tests. Day two saw practice pit stops as part of the action. December 2021. We're all right. We don't have to look for that. We're got, we are going to end this episode right here. See you tomorrow for another episode.